Hey, this is Eric Olivares, pastor at Axios Church in Lakeland, Florida, and this is our podcast. Axios' mission is to point people to Jesus so they can find worth and purpose in God. We hope this message encouraged you and uplifted you throughout your week. Enjoy the message. Welcome to Axios Online. We're so honored you have joined us here today. Listen, we have a special day today planned for you. This is a special Sunday. We got a, a special guest that's gonna be um, actually uh, coming on with us in just a minute. But we have started a message series last week called Neighbor. And we really wanted to hit on some of the things that are happening in our world and kind of talk to um, what the Bible says about things that are happening with uh, racial um, issues that are happening around our world. And, you know, but we truly believe that the Bible calls us as the church to stand up and to stand against this sin called racism. And we're going to be talking about that just a little bit with our special guest. But last week we talked about, like we said, your neighbor. Who is your neighbor? We said, if you have breath in your lungs, you have purpose in your heart. So that means those are the people that are your neighbors. So we need to love our neighbor as ourselves. So we're called to do that as the body of Christ. And we're just going to start a conversation today. See, last week we talked about what our world is dealing with. And I really want to get into an actual conversation. Listen, I'm honored today to introduce our special guest that's going to be with us today. Um, you know, I've seen this man really grow up in, you know, being a, a man of God and doing great things. This man, this man, like, truly is an evangelist, and he truly, you know, doing ministry, not to look sexy or not for the next Instagram post, but he's going down and dirty to the places that people don't want to go to, and it's really, um, he's really a voice at this time in our community here in Lakeland. So if you're hearing things that we're talking about, about, you know, centralized here in Lakeland, Florida, we're really going to be targeting our community here in Lakeland. We, we really appreciate anybody that's joining us outside of our community, but we're really going to hone in because we believe that this issue in our world is not going to be, um, it's not going to be solved globally, but it's really going to be solved locally. And we really truly want to take our community and, and show them the love of Christ. And we know that we're going to deal with this in our society because we're showing love. I'm so honored that uh, our special guest, Sharon Seawright, is in the house with us. Sharon, thank you for being here today. Yeah, I'm so honored you joined us. You could be anywhere else, but you decided to be here with us. No problem, Pastor Eric. It's definitely uh, an honor being here. Um, you've invested so much time into my life. so. Being able to sit here next to you and speak on this topic, it brings me a lot of justice myself. Yeah, yeah. I, I know, you know, things are happening now in, in our world, but you've been a voice to this before it was, you know, the social media post or before it was the, you know, the thing that everybody's talking about now, you know. Now that there's a spotlight on it, I mean, your, your voice is being heard, you know, in our communities and other communities as well. So, man, I just want to say I, I'm so proud of you, man. I'm so proud of you, the man that you're becoming, and you know, keep on doing what God has called you to do. But man, I'm honored that you want to come and talk about, you know, such a tough subject, you know, and you know, in in our life, and you know, we really, you know, today I want to have a conversation, an open conversation to really talk about the things that are happening in our world. You know, we want to know the the biggest thing is we want to make sure that we are going straight Bible, you know, because you know this and I know this, you know, we're not dealing with. Uh, we, we're, not, we're dealing with a sin issue, you know? Humanity is being challenged, you know? And, um, and if we're not identifying that, you know, we're gonna be blaming each other. 
whenever we really need to blame the enemy that is trying to kill, steal, and destroy us. What do you think about that? I would say I definitely agree. Um, <clears throat> this is a time where we have to unite as humanity. Yeah. And even especially in the, inside of the body of Christ. The body of Christ we have to push forward together, no matter your skin color. Yeah. Um, we have to look past that and see each other as God will see us and uh, look at the hearts of the individual involved. Absolutely. You know, because God, he doesn't look at outer appearance, he looks at a man's heart, and that's how he judges him. Yeah. So that's how we should uh, be looking towards each other moving forward. Yeah, moving absolutely. I was, reading, uh, I was reading the Bible the other day and um, talked about the, the, the compar comparisons of Saul and, and David, yeah. you know, and how, you know, people, you know, David wasn't, at his, at the outer appearance, he was disqualified, exactly. you know? But, you know, people would look at somebody like Saul, who's high, you know, he, they would look at the outer appearance and say he's qualified, you know? But in, we're living in a world where now people look at an outer appearance and say, and, 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 and label you already before they even have a conversation with you, you know? So like, I think it's truly as the church, as the church of, uh, as the church of Jesus Christ, you know, we, we need to not run from this issue. We need to attack it. And the way we attack it is love. It goes straight to our main verse that we were talk, we talked about. Mark chapter 12, verse 30 and 31 says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, um, with all your soul, and with all your might and all your strength. And the second is, love your neighbor as yourself. These, there's no greater commandments than these. Of course. You yeah. know, so, you know, so today I really want to, um, you know, have the concept and frame everything around, you know, loving each other loving humanity you know loving going straight to this verse because we're, we're dealing with a sin issue i believe so i think we want to frame everything around you know the solution the remedy that we talked about last week and it's love what do you think about that love is the answer yeah you know um what we were yes while we were still sinners god loved us mm -hmm. you know he sent his only begotten son mm -hmm. for the whole entire world not just for one color not for just one gender he's sitting for the whole entire world and um Love is the only thing that's going to stir us into a future of hope. If we want to change this, yeah. you know, we, we can't we can't hate each other. If we hate each other, it's only going to cause more racial wars. It's only going to cause more tension. And uh, the body of God, especially in this time, is supposed to come together in unity wow. and not division. Wow, that's 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 beautiful. I, I truly believe that. I truly believe. So what we're going to do? We're, I'm going to ask some questions. You know, there might be some difficult questions that we can attack, but we're going to end up, you know, just saying what the Bible says. But I really want to hear your point of view as as a black man in a society that is dealing with this. You know, we're not putting a mask over it. We're not we're not looking at it as you know. Let's just get rid of it in the next couple of weeks. This is a real issue. You know, this is a real issue that we need to speak to. Um, but I really believe that not only we need to talk about it, there needs to be action to of it. Of course. You know, and, um, you know, people have their own opinions what that action needs to be. Yep. You know, there's some people that want certain actions, some people want less action. Yep. But action needs to happen. Yep. You know, um, like we talked about last week, enough is enough. You know, we need to know people that they have their worth and their value. I don't think we're dealing with anything, to be honest, I don't think we're dealing with a color issue. I think we're dealing with the worth and value issue. Yeah. You know, from the womb yeah. to, to, to us to the grave, yeah. we deal with a value and, and, and worth issue, you know? And, uh, but let me ask you the first question that we want to talk about. So, do you think we're dealing, going back to the color, uh, color issue, do you really think that we're dealing with a color issue or are we dealing with more? 
in, in, in this you know situation. The reason I ask you this question is, uh, like last week, we went to the Lakeland protests here in um, you know in Mum Park in downtown, and I saw whites, Hispanics, Asians, Blacks, all together. So. For people that are looking at this, they're like, "Oh, it's it's not a color." They're like, "They're like, well, it's not a black or white thing if white people are protesting with the black people, you know." So, like, what is this? You know, what what are is, is it truly a color thing in your eyes? And we're gonna be talking about this thing called, you know, bad apples and, and good apples. You know, they're good thing, good people, bad people. You know, what are we really dealing with in your eyes? I would definitely say that we're dealing with the sin issue. A sin issue um, that many people have taught since birth. Wow. You know, it's, it's ingrained inside of their family, so they're growing up with this. It's a sickness. Wow. You know, it, it's definitely a sickness. Mm -hmm. uh, if it were a color issue, everybody would be involved dealing with the same issue. But like you said, at the protest, we had white people, white people who I, who I had grown up going to school with. Wow. And once I walked around, we, they were calling my name, and I was like, hey, hey, what's up, Taylor? You know, um, you had Hispanics out there, yeah, and you had Asians, you had uh, Muslims out there, a a Arabic people. So if it was truly a color issue, I believe that it would be all sides against every single other side facing off at each other. Um, it comes down to ultimately just being hate at the end of the day. Wow. And this sin has a name, the name is racism, um, the name is hate. And it's, it's so far away from God <clears throat> to the point where it can even cause believers to see it as a color issue. Wow. And then ultimately what we do, we go against one of the greatest commandments other, uh, uh, ever given, and that's loving our neighbor as we love ourselves. Wow, that's powerful. And it's true because it, you can look at, I'm Hispanic, I'm yeah. Puerto Rican, and even in our culture, you know, there's some things that people would be like, well, I don't like that about them. Or like, even within the, the Spanish culture, there's some things that like people, we fight against each other sometimes, you know? So, you know, I think when we start again, when it comes down to it, the root of the issue is a sin, which is racism. Mm -hmm. um, but the, what we need to come back over it is love, worth and, and value. Exactly. You know, we, we have, I have to know when I look at a person, I'm not looking at what they can give me. I'm looking at them because they're just human. Yeah. If God, listen like this, if God decided, because if we believe that all things are working for our good or believe that, you know, that God puts the, the sun in the air and he puts the, you know, he, he changes the tides, you know, if we truly believe that for nature, how can we not believe it for us as human beings? Because in the Bible, when he when he said when he built Adam and Eve, he you know before he would say it's good, it's good. But and when he built human, he said, man, it's real good. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it's like yeah. you know he looks at us in a different way. Yeah. You know, with value and worth. And I feel like when we when we um, when we strip that away from each other, and like automatically look at each other through what society is saying and what media is saying, we're already putting a label on you without even knowing who you are. Exactly. You know, and automatically, I'm stripping your work. Exactly. And I would even add on to that to say that <clears throat> this is one of the biggest tricks that the enemy um, wow. would, would love for us to dive into. Satan, his plan is to get us to see division, get mm -hmm. us to hate each other, get us to become bitter. Mm -hmm. So now, once we hate each other, we become bitter, we can't come together and um, serve 
God's ultimate goal. Mm -hmm. um, as, a, as a black man, I received a lot of racism growing up. When I was in second grade, I had a teacher who showed me my black ethnicity and, and how beautiful it was. I was getting bullied because of the color of my gums by other white children. And she pulled me to the side and uh, she told me, hey, I want you to know your gums are beautiful. Wow. Your skin is beautiful, your hair is beautiful, everything about you is beautiful. She gave me books, her name is Stacy Arthur, she gave me books to go home and study. Wow. And uh, when I read these books, not only did it show me how beautiful my skin was, but it also showed me that that white woman who had different, different color skin, different wow. hair texture, different color eyes, she was beautiful as well. And, uh, and she went on to even adopt an interracial daughter. Wow. You know, who she loves to death. So That's amazing. Yeah. Man, if we can just look at each other, just as God looks at us, I, I don't think, we, I think, I think we will stop identifying me against you. Exactly. And start putting the spotlight on who's really trying to divide us. Exactly. It's the enemy. Yeah. It's the enemy. Because the enemy knows when we're divided, we can't, we can't be effective. We can't be effective in the body of Christ, you know? So what does he do? He throws this thing, he throws this thing. He, yeah. he, he, he puts these spotlights that, that, that in, it holds weight yeah. because the, the pain, because what we talked about last week, the pain and the hurt is real. It's real. It's, it's real. real. But the sin is still sin, you know? Racism is a sin, I feel like. Racism yeah. is a sin. It's the same thing as dealing with lying. Yeah. And dealing. So what the thing is, what we do in, in, in the world is we put levels to sin. You know, we put these levels in. You know, lying is down here, but, you know, racism and, and you know, all these other ones are higher than these, yeah. so yeah. they're okay. No. We, we, sin is a sin. So the reality is we have to look at it, at, look at it and identify for what it is. Because if we don't identify it, it's gonna identify. It's gonna identify within our culture. Yep. You know. Yep. And you know what it's gonna do? It's gonna be something to divide us. Yep. You know. James chapter four verse seventeen says, "So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him, it's sin." I mean, here's the thing. The Bible says, "Love your neighbor as yourself." That's the right thing to do, and we don't do it. It's sin. There's no sugarcoating what that verse says. What does that verse mean to you? That verse means that if you hate your brother, to me, it means that if you hate your brother, you hate yourself. Wow. Yeah, so. But it's not a black, here's the thing, it's not a color thing. Yeah. Because I can be Puerto Rican and still yeah. hate a Puerto Rican. Yeah, yeah. So it's not against each other, it's against humanity. Yeah. We have, we have, even in black culture, we have black on black crime. Wow. You know, and um, even though times like this, we rise up together. Yeah. You've always seen the black community fall out again all over each other. When instead, we should be going into uh, the black community and focusing on how to build it up. Not to be better than the white side of town or Hispanic side of town or whatever side of town. Just understanding that this is our culture here and we should, we should get out here and mentor. We should get out here and tutor. We should get out here and become a basketball coach. And uh, I, would, I would definitely say also the scripture means if you don't love your neighbor, then you should really ask yourself, how much do I love myself? Mm. Because if there's no love to pour out of me, I need help. There's an issue, it's sin, it's sickness inside of me, and I need to go to God and get this thing checked. It's a heart issue. Yeah, because I really believe, you said something about education, like yeah. if we don't educate ourselves, and I'm not only talking about educate ourselves with, with history, yeah. if we don't educate ourselves with the word, yeah. we're only gonna go by our opinion. Yeah. And, and our opinions are wrong most yeah. of the time, you know? 
But we got to go to the truth and what the word of God says. You know, First John 1, 8 and 10 says, if we say, if we say we are, have no sin, we deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. It, it tells us the answer to the sin issue, yeah. you know, is if we come in faithful to him, he, he will forgive us. Yeah. And he will cleanse us from all unrighteousness, you yeah. know, like if we can just come together as a community, you know, as a people, man, it, 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 it would be amazing what we can do in this world, yes. you know, and, you know, and the pain, like I said, the pain and the hurt is real. Yes. You know, don't, we're not downgrading that, of course, but how can we, t but sometimes pain and hurt makes us, it makes us grow into the people we are. You know, and the black community, yes, they've been through pain and hurt, but they're the most strongest people I know. I would go on and say this. I, I agree with you so much. I was talking to my brother-in-law, who's my, um, my pastor, and I told him, I said, even though black people have been through so much, yeah. I th I'm thankful that God chose us to go oh. through this pain. Why? Because it taught the world how to love their neighbor. Wow. That was his plan, that was his purpose, and we're seeing that plan and purpose. We've seen uh, white, so many white people leading in the march, yeah. leading at the protests. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there were some of the loudest and most radical people yeah. in this movement. Mm -hmm. You know, so if that was the whole plan all along, I have to be grateful for it. Wow, you know, that's I, powerful. I have to be thankful for it. That's powerful. If we can just look at our scars as not a downgrade, but really an upgrade to our life. Yeah, our scars become. Our identity, yeah, you know, and um, and that's powerful. And we should wear them proudly. We should wear them proudly. That's good. That's good. Let me ask you a second question. How can I help my neighbor? So we're talking about loving our neighbor as ourselves. How can I help our, my neighbor at this time? And how can I help my neighbor understand my point of view? Or in your, I'm kind of talking for you. How can you help your neighbor in this time to kind of around the black community? And how can you help your neighbor understand yeah. in this time what you're dealing with and how you're feeling and stuff? Yeah. Um, so definitely being a black man, I think that's always a, a hard question to bring to a white neighbor. Um, uh, just a, a conversation when it, when it comes to racial equality or anything, but I was talking to a friend of mine named Josh and Jason, two friends of mine named Josh and Jason today. and. Um, we got on the topic about Jesus, how he's Middle Eastern, this and yeah. that, a bunch of different things. But the conversation began to dwindle down to racial equality. And I began to speak to him and say, hey, man, I just wish that everyone could see things from your point of view, from the white community. Wow. And the reason I said I pointed them out is because uh, Josh, he spoke about how his daughter was in the store and she saw a black man. And she said, hey, daddy. Can I do this and say Black Lives Matter to him? But his answer crushed my heart. He said, baby, we can't do that because some people take offense to it, mm. which is sad. Yeah. Um, but that little girl is the definition of how we love our neighbor. Wow. She looked at him, she saw him, she saw the pain, she saw the hurt. And at her age, she understood it. And she wanted to stand up for justice in that situation. Wow. Um, how we can help our neighbor, me being a black man, Number one, you have to befriend white people. Come on. You can't push them away. The moment you push them away, you cause division. You, you break off a, a, a potential activist
who could be walking right alongside of you, wow. going to each one, teach one to all their white friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as a white person, you have to befriend black people. Don't be afraid to ask those uncomfortable questions. Yeah. Because if you never ask, you never know. That's if you key. never know, you'll never yeah. understand. Yeah. I think that's key. Open your mouth. Yeah. You know? Because if we don't open our mouth and ask, we're only going to go by what we see yeah. in our opinion. Again, yeah. going back to the opinion thing. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, we, we can't, I'm not even going to talk about you know, like social media or talk about or talk about the media you know i don't even want to get to that point but the reality is if we're not going to truth and we're not having this conversation within our communities and within our small groups and within our churches and within our you know our our, our workplaces man we're only going to go by what we know and what we grew up in you know and that's not wrong what you grew up in or what you of course but it, 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 you it just put yourself in a different perspective of course you know put yourself in the different shoes and you might not understand it fully you might not understand it all you know ever but at least you heard yeah. and you can frame a different perspective yeah and i will i will also um go on to say that just because you may be white and you may not fully understand what blacks are going through this, through this time, it doesn't mean you don't feel it. Yeah. Um, I was having a conversation with, on a Zoom call last week with Pastor Eric, and I, I can't think of the guy's name, but he just went on to say, I don't know how I can be black. I just don't understand how y'all do it. You know, I, I, I don't know if I can feel what y'all are going through. And I told him, I said, hey, if someone punches me in the arm, and someone punches you in the arm, we're both gonna bruise. Yep. It may bruise differently, but we're both gonna feel it. Wow. And the, the reason you feel what blacks are going through is because you're human, and also that's only a feeling that you can feel because uh, you're a child of God. Wow. You know, so simply being a child of God, he's gonna unction your heart to feel a certain way about it. So when you feel that feeling, don't push away. It's a time to embrace. Wow. That's good. That's good. You know, like I said, I think we live in a society that education is lost. Yeah. You know, and when I mean education, I mean we, we the, like actually knowing our history, and actually knowing the truth in the word, God word. We live in a, a Google generation where you can, you know, just in five seconds frame an opinion about a person, yeah. about a people group. You can in, in five seconds, you know, with so many videos out there and so many things out there that it's just, you know, if we're not going into the truth and having conversation. We're never gonna understand each other. It starts here, you know, it starts here in community. And um, 1 Peter chapter four, verse eight says, above all, love each other deeply because love covers the multitude of sins, you know? So the remedy to the sin issue that we're dealing with is love. Yeah. It's love, it's love looking past what you look like. Yeah. It's going to who the person is, yeah. you know? And sometimes, and I'm gonna be honest, I have framed an opinion about a person, you know, and not have one conversation with them. We all have. You know? But if once I had that conversation, I'm like, dang, I have to check myself, you know? But we do that every day. Mm -hmm. We're going down the street and, you know, we just saying hi, yeah. we frame an opinion. Yeah. You know? What I've done, what opened my eyes through all this is I, I, I put my head up when I'm walking, and if I see somebody, whatever color they are, I say hi. Yeah. You know why? Because yeah. what that's telling them is I see you, yes. I notice you, and you have worth. Yes. But before, I would just you know put my head down or you know you know just like not look or anything like that. And and I see you know it, it breaks my heart. I talked to I have had conversations, real conversations with black black my black friends, and they they come to the point where it's like. 
they, they told me I would just go to stores and have my head down and and because I because I, I didn't want people to to think I'm a threat yeah. how sad is that yeah you know how yeah. sad is that that you know a look can make you a threat yeah. you know and um, I'm, I'm sorry about that you know it, it, it breaks my heart that people have to deal with that so for me this is the thing we're, we're, we're gonna break the, the this curse of sin starting here yeah, exactly. It starts here. Exactly. So for me, it checked my, it checked me. So I, I open, I go walking with my eyes open. Mm -hmm. If I see somebody, hey, what's up, man? That's all people need sometimes, because some people are just in their hole, yeah. feeling lost. You know? I definitely agree. I think you have to feel the difference in order to know the difference. Wow. You just, you just made a, a strong point, um, and that's something I've even dealt with myself, going in stores, and you know, I, I've just gotten in, and hey, can I help you? You know, even though all the time, some, some people may truly be genuine, but because this has happened in the past, my mind is already stained. And wow. I think the black community has to um, come to God and ask God to heal those scars of all the things that have happened to them in life that has caused their mind to be tarnished and caused wow. their heart to feel torn in uh, different ways in order for us to accept the love that's being given right now. I would say that- That's key, that's great. Yes, I would say, Throughout history, this is the most um, love that blacks have received. But then I, I seen something on the media, I hate to go there, and it was speaking about black supremacy, and it tore my heart up because we just missed the mark. You know, if we take up black supremacy, we're doing the same thing that uh, we claim others have done to us for so long. Wow. You know, and we're, and, we're, and we're ultimately going in the direction that I believe the, uh, the enemy will want us to dive into. Wow. And, that's, and, that's, and that's hate. Uh, Martin Luther King, he says something strong. He said that uh, only love can drive out hate. Wow. Only love can do it. Mm -hmm. So if you fuse hate with hate, you build up a, a wall that's soon to come down crashing. Wow. That, 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 that's so good. Yeah. yeah. We don't want, we're going to talk about that in a minute, but we don't want our anger to become hate. Yeah. Because when their anger becomes hate, it becomes sin. Exactly. You know, we'll talk about that in a minute, but I want to get to this next question. This is probably one of the hardest questions that we're going to be probably talking about today because we're going to be talking about, you know, people that at this moment, yeah. you know, are police force and, yeah. you know, uh, uh, obviously white people, white, white people yeah. that aren't looked at really great right now, you know? Um, but I want, I want you to ask this question and hear my heart when we're saying this, you know? And we're, we, we, like we talk about the, the bad apples, the good apples, you know? In every culture, in every set of people, there's those good apples, there's those bad apples. Um, right now, there's huge spotlight on the bad apples. Yeah. But we know some officers. Yeah. I think you can tell, uh, 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 you have a family member, yeah. you know? Yeah. We yeah. can talk about that in a minute. Yeah. I, we know some officers that are great, God-fearing people, mm -hmm. but they're putting in into a, a, a position and a place that we know who they are, but they're putting a the spotlight on the bad apples. You know? So here's the question. How do I look past the situation? How do I look past the sin and look at people through the eyes of love? How do I look past the sin and look at people like people? Yeah. We're talking about everybody here. Yeah. How do I look people through love? I would definitely say, um, well, let me, let me take a few steps back. <clears throat> when I was 10 years old, I stepped in a, in a white man's yard and uh, before I know it, there was a gun to my head. And he used some vulgar language 
when he asked me what, he, what I was doing in his yard, um, I was shocked, I was stunned, didn't know what to do. By the grace of God, I was able to walk away. So I went home, uh, told my brother, uh, and we actually went back to the man's house. It was my brother and my sister's boyfriend at the time, so we ended up going back to his house. And I'm not gonna lie, they was ready to knock if you buck with them, but the police, they were already there. Glad they were already there because they could have got messy. Yeah. Uh, we were talking back and forth, police asking questions, and he was denying everything. Wow. I was filled with rage, I was filled with anger, but I, what could I do? Yeah. So, weeks went by, ended up going to court to testify against it, um, and I had an opportunity to send this man to jail or let him stay with his family. The first people I thought about when I was asked this question was his family. Wow. I looked at he had his mother standing with him. I looked at he had his son, he had his wife. And then I thought back to Miss Stacy Arthur, who pulled me aside wow. and showed me a different side of, of white people. Yeah, wow. so I said, let us stay with his family. The prosecutors, they looked shocked. I never told them my reason by doing it, but for once, I said, that man doesn't know any better. Mm -hmm. And I've always heard that you can't fix ignorance. Wow. But I think that's a lie. I think you can fix ignorance and just do love. Wow, that's good. That's I've true. never met him to this day, but I'm pretty sure he'll never forget that memory in his mind. So in order for us to look past a person's sin, you have to understand, um, number one, they may not know any better. And that's why God sent Jesus, because we didn't know any better. When Jesus was down on the cross, Lord, forgive them for they know not what they do. We didn't wow. know any better. Yeah. And he still was beaten into shreds for us, mm -hmm. you know, uh, torn into pieces for us, for our iniquity, mm -hmm. you know. So I have no choice but to look at my neighbor and forgive them. Wow. Another another uh, commandment in the Bible is uh, how can you forgive your, uh, how can you expect the Father in heaven, heaven to forgive you if you don't forgive your brother? Yeah. Yeah. So even with the, even when uh, uh, George Floyd, you know, when the officer was pressed down on his neck, that stirred up a lot of anger inside of not just black people, yeah. people all over the world. All over. All, all of this. Yeah. So we had to um, look at, I, I believe his name is Derek Shaver. We had to look at him and we have to say in that moment, would Jesus die for him? Or a matter of fact, a better question, did Jesus die for him? Yeah. <laughs> And then we have to think about all the wrong we have done, as you spoke about in the beginning. We can't just take his sin, which was murder. If that's the case, we should stop following Moses. Moses murdered somebody. Mm -hmm. But he still let so many slaves out of captivity. David. Yeah, David murdered somebody. Yeah. And he was still an awesome king. So I believe, as we spoke about in the beginning, our answers are in the Bible. If you want to find out how to love a murderer, go into the Bible. If you want to figure out how to love anybody who commits any type of sin, go into the Bible, you'll find that sin, and you'll see how God was still able to use someone like that. Wow. So, uh, my biggest prayer would be to find grace in this situation and forgive that officer. Um, because he needs salvation just like any of us do. Does it mean that we should, he shouldn't get punished for what he did? No. Does it mean that he shouldn't receive any consequences? Yes, he should receive consequences, as we're all going to. But it doesn't mean that he shouldn't receive our grace and our love during this time. If we call ourselves believers, we have to dive into um, praying for him. Because our goal is for him to receive salvation in this moment.
what he said, well, when we, we were yet sinners, Christ still died for us. Yeah. You know? What if Jesus himself said, hey, I see your sin, and I am going to sacrifice myself yeah. Yeah. because your sin is too great. Yeah. But he said, we, we, we were sinners. Yeah. He still died for us. Yeah. And, um, and like you said, what happened in the situation, uh, it, it tore me apart. You know, just as much as anybody, you know? But the, the, and it got, it got me mad. But here's the thing, in any culture, let's talk about the black people. Yeah. The black people are so mad right now. Yeah. Then they have every right to be, yeah. you know? Because the pain and the hurt is real. Yeah. But what happens when the pain becomes hate? And we know what hate does in, in, in a world, you know? What, how, speak to that. You know, because the Bible says to to um, to be upset but sin not. Yeah. You know, and um, you know when we put these stereotypes and labels on each other, um, man, it, hate. You know, it just becomes it builds up, builds up, builds up, builds up. And what once was pain and hurt to for 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 change now becomes anger and and just not. There's no change. There's just anger. You know, speak to that. People always ask me who my biggest inspirations are, and I tell them Jesus, MLK, and Mr. Rogers. Okay. And when I say Mr. Rogers, I'm like, what, Mr. Rogers? Yeah, Mr. Rogers, because um, Mr. Rogers had an anger issue. He had an anger problem yeah. that a lot of people don't know about. His wife confessed up about it. But you've never seen that man lash that anger out on other people. Mm. He dealt with it, I'm pretty sure he took it to God and he still stayed focused on changing the world wow. by seeing everyone as a child of God. Mm -hmm. Martin Luther King, I believe people um, made him very, very angry. Yeah. You know, he did not stand for the oppression that was going on. He didn't stand for the injustice that was going on. He didn't stand for the injustice that was uh, being forced on blacks. But at the end of the day, he still said, I have a dream that my children are gonna hold hands with little white boys and little white girls. You know, that's a dream that only love can birth. He was fighting for equality. Uh, Jesus, as we all, we keep coming back to it. He died for the world, not just one race, not just one person. So, even me for myself, um, being in this community, I've served, I don't know how many youth. Over, yeah. I would say over 5,000 youth probably, yeah. but it's, it's always been a multi-racial group of kids. I had one kid, this is a story, uh, I had a kid and they wanted to go to the restroom and they were just joking around. It was him and, a, and a, it was one white kid, one black kid. I said, hey, y'all need to go back to the classroom because y'all joking around. His mom came up to the school the next day, said in it off in the office. You would have thought somebody put a fire alarm. She went in and she was calling me out of my name and I was right next door, vulgar names, everything. Uh, and she was mad because she was saying that I was being a racist and her son could have got a bladder infection, this and that. So I saw the kid the next day at school. I called him over to me and I said, hey, what do you think about me? He said, I don't know. I said, no, just be honest, what do you think about me? He said, you're my coach. I said, uh, do you believe I love you? He said, yes, sir. I said, why do you believe I sent you away? Because I was playing around. Um, me calling him over to me, wow. I didn't have to say anything. Yeah. The love was already set. Mm -hmm. The love was already advanced. His mom didn't know about the love, but he did. Mm -hmm. 
So as we go back to before, this is an issue that is raised up in birth and, and uh, not birth. It's, it's an issue that is rooted in children since they are young. Yeah. But you have to be the difference. You have to be the change you want to see in this world. Yeah. You have to be the change. So the ultimate, the ultimate answer to uh, my follow-up is simply be the change you want to see in the world. If you want to change racism, then you have to get out here and you have to get uncomfortable. Yeah. You have to love people that you're not used to loving. Love cultures you're not used to loving. Find out, hey, you want some soul food? You want some greens? You want some rip? Come over here and find out, you know? And put me on what you eat. Let's learn how to blend our cultures together. Yeah. And as we close, I got one more question here to ask you. What, what do you think is going to be the most beneficial thing that comes out of all of this? What do you think is going to be a, a good thing that comes out of all of this? I would say the best thing that's going to come out of this is a lot of people humble. A lot of people humble um, to look past their self. We, we claim that we stand before God, we sit before God, we raise our hands before God, but if we really did that, we would die right there because God is so powerful. And not just His presence alone, His love alone. The best thing that's going to come out of this is the body of God united together, walking together, yeah. fighting for justice, fighting for peace, fighting for truth, and having grace for those who may not be on board yet, not counting them out of the race. Wow, that's good. Um, as, as we know, we, there was an opportunity to free Jesus or free Barabbas. Mm. People chose the criminal. You know, um, and they treated Jesus as if he was a criminal. Mm. So we can't necessarily uh, look at those who may look at what Derek did as a good thing, this and that. We know it's not a good thing in our own heart, but we can't be mad at them. We have to extend them grace. And we have to forgive them for they know not what they do. Wow. Uh, and I would, I would even go early when it comes to uh, police. My brother is a sheriff officer. Wow. I can't get bitter with the police or law enforcement alone knowing that my brother's a sheriff officer. Can I be mad at certain situations? Yes, but we have bad apples, we have good apples, and at the end of the day we have to understand, even though we may use those, those terms, bad apple, good apples, these are still people. And we have no heaven and no hell to put them in. So if we don't have that authority, we have to pray for them and like I said, just Continue to extend grace, man, because that's that's what's gonna change us. Yeah, and we believe like it's a sin issue. Yeah. We really believe that we're dealing with sin issue and just as much of a lion, this is an issue too. And how we come against those sin issues is by the word of God. By the word of God. See, you know, we're gonna be praying here in just a minute as we close. Um, we we truly believe that this is gonna be changed um, outside of the pews and in circles. You know, we need to get outside of instructions and actually into small groups and actually having conversations, yeah. Yeah. you know? And conversations like this are so key for our community, for, our, for the church, and for us as people to understand one another, where we're coming from. We might, not, we might not agree, we might not understand, but we're listening to each other, you know? And when we do that, we, we put ourselves in, in positions to understand each other and love each other. Yes. If there's no understanding, you know, it's going to be sometimes hard to love. 
you know, because we're only going by our opinions and what the media is telling us, exactly. you know, but if we come and knowing, man, I love you because you have worth and value and Jesus died on the cross for you just as much as he died on the cross for me, man, I'm going to give you the understanding and the time to yes. get to know you. Yes. See, that's what we have to do as the body of Christ. Get to know one each other, you know, take away the color and look at each other as humanity, as God loved the world that he gave his son, the world. And that's how we love our neighbor at this time. That's how we break the, the, the stronghold of racism and sin in our life, is we go to the word and we go to the truth. And God says, love your neighbor as yourself. There's no explanation but love your neighbor. So we're gonna pray, but before we pray, do you wanna um, say anything, you know, to, 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 and to close it out? Yeah, um, I would definitely say that um, and this is just my personal ideology that I live by that helps me out, especially in these high tension uh, racial moments. But if you look at Abraham Lincoln, on a penny, his skin was brown, but in reality, his skin was white. And that's the same man that signed the Emancipation Proclamation to set slaves free. Mm. So back going, going back to it again, on a penny, his skin was brown, in reality, his skin was white. So the, the ideology I live by is, are white people really white people or just light-skinned black people? Are black people really black people or just dark-skinned white people? Wow. And are all the uh, Hispanic, Asian, Arabic, Indian, all the other cultures mixed in between, wow. are they just a mix to balance everything out? And that's how I try my best to view the world. Yeah, that's, that's awesome, that's beautiful. And you know, that's, I think that's how Jesus views us. You know, views us. I mean, I was honored for you to be here. Thank you so much for, for being here and, you know, having your voice to this, to this, um, to, to these issues that are around our world. Thank you again for joining us here at Axios. Hey, to hear more messages just like this, go ahead and subscribe to this channel. If you want more information about Axios, go to axioschurch.com. There you can get more information, give, and connect. Remember, we love you, and we're in this together.